Welcome, everyone, to our very special presidential election podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the great butthurt of 2016. Paul, what the fuck is butthurt? Because it sounds like anal sex. Well, it's kind of like that. Basically, butthurt is when you whine excessively, to the point where it actually does seem like you just got fucked in the ass. Okay, so this great butt hurt of 2016 has to do with the presidential election here in the United States, where the upsetting victory, apparently, of Donald Trump over the favorited Hillary Clinton. Apparently, full-grown adults are now crying, yelling, protesting in the streets, threatening other people, and overall just making a big scene over the results of this. Now, I know it's not most people. I think most people who voted for Hillary are taking it pretty well. But there just seems to be all over social media a whole lot of people who were just, well, butthurt. The internet has been set ablaze with bitching and moaning and crying in this whole ridiculous amount of just backlash for Donald Trump becoming the president-elect of the United States. You know, and it's it's really funny because before the election, there were so many people calling for Donald Trump and his supporters and followers to take it kindly and to be calm and not overreact and not bitch and moan, quote-unquote, when Hillary wins. Yeah, but the thing is, they lost and they're now not taking their own advice. It just seems kind of hypocritical. Especially when all throughout the election, all the Hillaryites had their noses stuck way up in the clouds. Oh, she's this paragon of virtue. She's awesome. She represents all good. Donald Trump is evil. And now that Hillary has lost, you know, they have resorted to everything that they said that Donald Trump presented with bullying and bigotry and everything else that he was claimed that he was, and they've flocked to the internet to rip and tear and maim those that supported and voted for Trump, saying that they're these terrible people and, you know, just really bullying people for anonymously voting because in the United States, our voting process does have anonymity with it. At least it's supposed to. And the whole thing is, people are complaining that the people didn't elect him, this is this was taken away from the people, blah, 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 because I guess Hillary won the popular vote by a little bit, but that's not how elections are run, because otherwise all elections would be settled by California, New York, and Texas. So we live in a representative republic, and that's how it goes. That is how democracy in the United States works. I think that if it had gone differently, people wouldn't be making, at least the same groups of people wouldn't be making the same complaints. I personally don't know if Trump supporters would have been just as mad and petulant, but you can't really complain that democracy was stolen when it was the democratic process that ended the result. And you have every right to be upset about it. That's fine. But all these protests and complaining that the results were unfair is just childish. You know, let's take a look at something that's going on right now. We've got this huge hashtag epidemic going on on the Twitter, and it is hashtag not my president. Okay, so everybody and their mother is getting in on this hashtag not my president. And they're like, ooh, Donald Trump, he's racist and thisist and thatist and bigotist and, and fuckitist and 
and he's not my president. Hashtag not my president. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, I'm like are, are you fucking idiots? Do you realize that he literally is not your president? He does not become president until he is sworn into office in January. There was a some dumb bitch on Twitter, and she posted. Only one? Well, we won't get into it. She posted the Google search results for who is the president of the United States. And she said, oh, Google knows what's up. Search, who's the president of the United States? Barack Obama. Yeah. Barack Obama is the president. He's been the president for the last eight fucking years, you dumb bitch. The president doesn't just change with the election. There's still time before the president-elect, and that's what Donald Trump is. He's the president-elect. He is the one elected to be the next president. For the president to finish out his term and the president-elect to be sworn in, which happens on January 20th, if I am correct. Yeah, sometime in January. So, until January 20th, yes, quite literally, Donald Trump is hashtag not my president. Yeah, Barack Obama doesn't regenerate to into Donald Trump until January. That's how it works, right? I, I, yeah, Time Lords get like 47 lives or something, so we got, we got two more presidents to go. Yeah, I really don't understand when people are like, Donald Trump is like, he is Hitler, and things like that, and they're like, we should assassinate Donald Trump, we should kill him, because he hates too many people. It's like, well, that's pretty violent and hateful of you to want to murder somebody who's literally done nothing yet. He's not even yet president, but they're apparently so darn butthurt that they are call- that some people are actually calling for his death. It's insane. In, in all honesty, that is a treasonous act. To, that is, you know, you're renouncing your citizenship. You're saying that someone needs to kill the president-elect, the person who has been elected by the populace, by the Electoral College, to be the next president, the next leader of these United States. You know, the democratic process in these states has been around for several hundred years, and so far it has worked. You might not like how it turns out. You could flip a coin. If it lands heads when you called tails, it didn't work out for you. Do you flip shit and bitch about it forever? No. You move on. And honestly, that's what really needs to happen right now. So many people are out there, and I understand. People need to vent. They need to gripe, whatever. But between the two presidential candidates, the two big candidates, I honestly don't believe there was a good choice to be had. You know, you pick Leviathan or Beelzebub. Who's it going to be? Devil of the earth, devil of the sea. The douche or the turd. You know, how do you really distinguish? You know, everyone had their own personal beliefs, and you vote based on what you believe was important. Not, is this person racist, not racist, a cheater, not a cheater, liar, not a liar. They're all liars. They're fucking politicians. It's the name of the game. But... You just got to go with what you think is best, what you think fits right. And with how this country has been run for the last eight years, whether you agree or not, people really want to see change. They want to see something different. The whole policy, the whole campaign of President Barack Obama when he first ran was change. It was one word, and that's what he ran on, and that was his political basis. And people rallied behind it. Well, Donald Trump had a very simple phrase and a very simple campaign. 
make America great again. When was it great? Who knows? Was it ever great? I don't know. But people can rally behind something simple and something that exemplifies change. Make us great. People want change. They want something different. Hillary's campaign was all, I'm going to do what Barack was doing. I'm going to do it better, I think. But things aren't really going to change. And that's the real issue here that I think not a lot of people saw and that people really aren't accepting. That the reason Donald Trump won is there was supposed to be change going on with him. He was proposing things to happen differently. Whether they do or not, we won't know until it does or doesn't happen. There's anywhere between four and eight years for us to find out. Yeah, I've got a few points on that one, actually. The thing that, well, one of the things that bothers me about the great butthurt over this is people really don't understand why Donald Trump won in the first place, and therefore they're not learning from it to figure out what to do next time. Basically, there were a few major issues going on in the election. There was immigration, there was the economy, and there was terrorism. Donald Trump did a good job of addressing people, real people, working class, and your average everyday American, and saying, all right, I understand, I'm listening to your concerns, I'm going to do something about this. Whereas Hillary Clinton, she just kind of mocked people for it, said that, yeah, I'm with you, but not really, I... I'm hearing what you're saying, but I also think you're dumb and I know better than you. Basically, she really wasn't giving any solutions. She was just saying, well, yeah, I heard and that's great, but I think I'm going to make a great president and we can unite and blah, blah, blah. And that really wasn't an answer anyone was looking for. So now everyone's all butthurt saying, oh, the country's full of racist, sexist, misogynist, blah, 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 whatever is thing, trying to gain as much like victim points as possible. When what they should be doing, if they do have legit concerns about Donald Trump, is thinking, what did people see in him exactly? I mean, do people really believe that all these people were actually racist? You know, the same people who elected Barack Obama twice? I guess I don't understand that. If you really want to make a difference, then learn from your experiences. And, and as far as the racist and everything, I am a heterosexual Christian Caucasian male, which in all honesty in today's age, is the most put-down person on the face of the earth. Well, at least in America, is the most put-down person and faces the most adver ad adverse... Adversity? Adversity, that's the word. You know, I am white, I am a man, I am a Christian, and through my life, I faced ageism, I was refused even consideration for an apartment one time because the person said I was too young. I was 23, married, and had a job, a full-time job teaching children. Uh, how am I too young to have the responsibility of this apartment? I don't know. I've faced problems because I am white, people calling me racist, or saying that I don't understand or whatever, or I'm not allowed to have these beliefs, or I'm not allowed to participate in something because I'm white. Does that sound right? No, it doesn't. I've faced issues and a lot of adversity because I was raised Catholic, and as far as religious beliefs, that's what I 
have the most in common with. And people all the time put me down. Oh, Catholics this, Catholics that. They believe this, they believe that. And every time I correct people because they're so wrong and so misinformed, because they've been taught Catholicism is wrong, Catholicism is terrible, this or that. You know, I have faced every kind of adversity because of who I am. But I don't go around parading that. You know, yeah, I'm saying it now, but I'm bringing that in, up in relation, you know, People say, because I'm this color, you know, this is this is what's wrong. Well, I face that because I've, I'm that color. I'm, I'm a male preschool teacher. Do you know how often I face people who are homophobic thinking that I am, you know, homosexual? I'm not. I have no issue with people that are homosexual. But all the time people are mistaking me or saying that I am or asking me if I am just because I spend my days teaching children. You know, I have faced all these things before, and people think that just because I'm a white man, I don't face any kind of challenges, and, you know, nobody is racist or sexist or anything towards me. But the truth of the matter is, I face as much adversity as anybody else in this world, if not more because of that fact, because everyone thinks they can pick on the white man, because they're the white man. They hold all the power. They hold all this. I don't make a grand amount of money. I'm not rich. But, you know, I am happy with who I am and what I do. Well, Corey, as a trans-disabled woman of color, I think you need to check your white privilege. Um, that, that, that check is how much money? Uh, however much my rent is. Yeah, no, I agree. It's... I think that people just, you especially seeing this at the in the aftermath of this election, people are just trying to find like, oh, I'm this, so Donald Trump hates me. Look at me, I need more attention, and it's just ridiculous. Like he hasn't said anything, or and of course he hasn't done anything yet because he's not president yet. That people should be afraid of. Just wait and see what happens. And if he turns out to be actually Hitler, well, we'll impeach him because we live in a democracy. Well, and that's the other thing. People are like. Oh, you know, he he was backed by the KKK. Okay, because the KKK has never backed anybody else for president before. Because, you know, some kind of racist organization or some kind of organization that isn't liked has not backed anybody before. Fucking celebrities that I don't like backed Hillary Clinton. Celebrities that I don't like backed Donald Trump. Does that mean I changed my vote because somebody that I don't like backed this certain person? Yeah, what I think people don't understand is when you have certain positions you're going to get people from the extremes of those positions either for you or adamantly against you. And that's not really, doesn't, doesn't say anything about what you're going to do. I mean, as long as you make it clear of what your intention is, that's just they're voting for whoever has somewhat of a similarity, even if it's completely off the base. Like Donald Trump, he talked about being proud to be an American. He talked about not being ashamed of, um, of who you are and success and things like that. Well, members of the KKK happen to be way too proud of their race and just for no real reason other than the fact that they're that race. And so, of course, they're going to align with somebody who's saying, yeah, you should have some kind of pride in your culture. It's just, unfortunately, some people think that culture is only to one race. It's not an, It's not a position that I believe Donald Trump takes, but that is something that certain people in this country do of all races, and of course they're going to align with somebody. And to put it into more of a perspective, a more common perspective, you know, people that say, 
Donald Trump was backed by the KKK, therefore he's bad, is just like saying all extremist Muslim terrorists, because they you know, decided to bomb a city, because those extremists were Muslims, all Muslims are bad. No, all Muslims are not bad. Most Muslims are actually very nice and very good people. But just because there are a few bad eggs or a few people that are in charge or at the back or decide to do something bad, you should label them all that way? No. Just because someone bad thinks that what you're doing is good, does that make you bad? No. It doesn't. And that's where people are taking that stance. Just because someone that you don't like or that someone that actually isn't a very nice person is saying that they believe in what you do doesn't mean what you're doing is wrong. Yeah, some of the not my president hashtag right now, and some of these are just hilarious. There's one right here that says, the president shouldn't make people sick, physically upset, induce anxiety attacks, or instill a very real fear. Hashtag not my president. Did, did Donald Trump come to your house with a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire and make all your family kneel on their knees or something and, and bash one of their brains in? Yeah, also, this is your problem. Like, if you're feeling physically ill, maybe you need to, you know, readjust your life and figure out what's going on there. You can basically make somebody feel bad by whatever you say. Somebody's going to hate what you say. So you can't really control all of that. It's just ridiculous. And I, I'm sorry, I have to say right here, this leads back to something that I like to call the pussification of our nation. So many children and so many young adults, millennials, whatever, have been pussified. They've been led to believe that they, they can be safe and everything they believe in and all their stuff is all right and they can never be wrong. So when they're faced with something where, you know, say they voted for Gary Johnson, Hillary Clinton, Harambe, whoever, and they saw that Donald Trump won, this generation, this is the first time that they're actually voting, you know, this, you know, super millennials or whatever they are. And so they've been told all their life that they're right and everything they believe in and, and rickety rackety. And for the first time in their life, they are truly and above all else proven wrong. They don't know how to cope. They don't know how to deal with this. And so they result to this mass butt hurt or whatever the fuck it's called. Yep, it's a butt hurt. 2016. And even the adults, come on, guys. You've been through a lot of elections. You've seen a lot of shit. A lot of you guys have lived through the Cold War. Some of these people that I see on Twitter throwing fits and crying and everything, you were alive for Vietnam, for God's sakes. You've seen so much tragedy in your life. This really is not that big of a deal. Our system is full of checks and balances. There, It's a, it's a three-winged system. And... The executive branch really holds the least power out of the three branches. Yeah, I'm reading a few more of the uh, hashtag not my president things. I like this one by um, someone named Rat. This is our country. Can't be black. Can't be an immigrant. Can't be a woman. Land of the free. Hashtag not my president. Hashtag I'm still with her. 
Well, I'm glad you're still with her because she's not still running. Also, it's not now nor will it ever be illegal to be black, an immigrant, or a woman. It's so over-dramatized. It's ridiculous. However, in, in some cultures that did back Hillary Clinton and give her money for her presidential campaign, it is not technically illegal to be a woman, but if you do anything that your man doesn't say, you can be beheaded, stoned, lose limbs, raped, or any other such thing. And she took money for them and says it's okay for them to do that. I mean, it's not like she took money from Saudi Arabia and Qatar, which have horrible human rights violations, right? That didn't really happen. You know, maybe, maybe those emails were erased, too. Here's another one I like by court, um, at Atheist Author CL. 9-11 is a day we will all always remember. 11-9 is a day we will always regret. Hashtag, not my president. Hashtag, election results. How, how do you know we will regret this? I mean, in all honesty, it could turn out to be a very bad thing. You know, maybe Donald Trump will be the worst president ever. Maybe he will be the pres- best president ever. Maybe he'll be like Grover Cleveland. Who was Grover Cleveland? I don't know. He was a president. He did some shit. I, I'm sure he did. But there's nothing in particular I can think of. You know, he might just be another footstep to the next president. You know, people are all up in arms. It's the future. Are you clairvoyant? Are you a psychic? Where's Madam Cleo? Miss Cleo, where are you? Tell us the future. I guess I want to say also, things like this, and I've seen a few others comparing, saying this is worse than World War II. Really, you're really going to compare the election of Donald Trump to 9-11 in World War, in World War II? Do you really have that little respect for people who actually died in horrible wars or tragedy that you're going to compare it to something that hasn't even really happened yet? That's that's fucking sick. You're you're a piece of shit, man. And once again, I have to go to, back to the pussification of this nation. Like just because it didn't go your way, you return to whining and crying and oh my oh my gosh. Golly gee, mister, how can we get through this? I just, I, I don't know. Can, can, can we go back to the polls? Can, can we vote again? It's not fair. I mean, come on, people. What, what has come to pass has come to pass. What will be, will be. We have to keep moving forward. We have to keep living our lives. Was this the best choice for president? Honestly, I think not. Did we have a best choice for president? Honestly, I think not. Hey, well, I look at it this way. We've basically destroyed the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, and we slapped all celebrities in the face, telling them that, no, we don't really give a shit what you think. It's because you make more money than us, and we see you on TV or in movies. It doesn't mean that we really give a shit what you say. Stop preaching at us. So to that, I have to say... Trump may be the worst president ever. I don't fucking know. But I really like that fact. You know, one of the things I find really funny, me being a gun guy, is that I did see some Hillary supporters talking about how, at least with Donald Trump being elected, we still have our guns and we can lead a revolt against the government. And I'm like, you're saying this, but yet the person you wanted to be in office was really for restrictive gun control 
whose husband did the assault weapons ban, which really puts us in a bind if we would ever try to go up against the government in any way. And then people talk about, well, you know, if if the people do revolt against the government, they just have to push a button and millions of us die. Really? You really think that the president is going to result to nuking the cities of their own country? Because you know what's going to happen if that happens? China, Russia, and all the other big powers of the world are going to swoop in, stop it, and somebody's going to take over, or it's going to be like the man in high tower, and half the country is going to be run by China, and the other half is going to be run by Russia instead of Japan and Germany. Yeah, pretty much. This is fucking ridiculous. Trump won the presidency. You don't have to like it. By no means am I telling you that you have to. You can complain. You can bitch. But this excessive crying, this protesting, this oh, calling for assassinations, that's just fucking immature. And comparing it to 9-11, World War II, or any other catastrophe, fuck you. I mean, when, when, when are we going to get past this? I mean... For all I know, maybe this will pass within the next week. I honestly hope it does. But at the same time, seeing the extreme that is going on... And all I've seen is social media. I haven't watched CNN. I haven't watched ABC, NBC, CBS, any of the network affiliates. I have no idea how the mass media is portraying this. For all I know, the TV can be saying right now, a call to arms march on Washington, D.C., I have no fucking clue, but the way the general populace is reacting to this is honestly immature. I mean, I've seen the election of President Obama and the re-election of President Obama, and I've seen bitching and moaning, and I've never seen so much hate. And that's what this is. This is nothing but hate by people that did not want Trump in office. And I just, I honestly don't understand how so many people can have so much hate in their hearts. And that's what they're saying, too, is, oh, didn't know how much hate America had till they elected Donald Trump. But yet you're doing nothing but portraying that hate and saying how much you hate him and wish this would not have happened. You can only tell people that they're pieces of shit for so long before they start to say, hey, I don't actually think I'm a piece of shit. I'm going to side with people who allow me to live my life without constantly feeling bad. This whole identity politics, which is constantly played where, oh, you know, you don't fall into this group, therefore you're lower on the platform than I am. Go fuck yourself. Or this whole virtue signaling of, oh, you're, you know, blah, 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 therefore you're the worst person ever. Or, like, just any position you can take, you can somehow make somebody look like they, they're they just doing it out of hatred. And that's what I really hate about modern conversations, at least in the U.S., and I'm not sure about Europe, but it seems like a lot of it's that way. They make everything seem like it's either with either love or you hate. Like, everything falls either in one category or the other. And that is such an immature thing. Real issues are complicated. Reality is not always black and white. Decisions are for for adults. Therefore, they're complicated. It doesn't work where everything can just be decided on, this person's full of love, this person's full of hate. If you think that's how the world works, 
then you're an idiot and you don't deserve to sit at the adults table. You know, I do have to go on here and quote the First Amendment of the Constitution of the United States of America. Amendment one, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. I understand that the people have the right to voice their opinion. I understand. And you know what? I will let you have your opinion, but this is my opinion. I really think you need to shut the fuck up and grow up. Because as an adult, I know that adulting sucks. I have bills, I have a job, I have things to do, places to go, and stuff that needs taken care of. And you know, every day, I have to get up, and I have to go through life, no matter what life throws at me. And I've come to the conclusion that every day that I'm alive is a good day. Now, bad things might happen. I might have a bad day. I might have a bad fucking day. It might be a good day. It might be an awesome day. But you know what? At the end of the day, if I'm still alive, that's a good day. Whether bad stuff happened or not. So you just got to keep moving. You got to keep living and you got to keep being yourself. And what you're really doing with all this whining and bitching and moaning, you're trying to save the moment. You're trying to go back in time. You're trying to change what has already come to pass. And it's not going to change. What can change is what you do next. And you need to get off the soapbox. You need to bring out the tissues. You need to dry up the tears. And you need to keep on walking, keep on moving to quote the Luke Cage series from Netflix, always forward. Yeah, I'm actually going to change my view on the um, complaining about people who have been with the not my president and all that. This I've been reading a lot of these tre- tweets, and they're fucking hilarious. Seeing these grown men and women crying and like acting like the world's ending, you know, Keep doing it, because I'm having a great time reading these tweets, you know. Just cry some more, you know, protest some more. Don't hurt anybody, but, like, have your dumb little protests that aren't going to accomplish anything, because you're actually undermining democracy, which we live in, and you're too dumb to realize that. Keep doing it. I'm having a great time. We can keep this up for the next four years. I will be a happy guy. So, guys, and the never-Trump thing, and the not-my-president, and the I'm-still-with-her camp, I applaud you. Keep doing with what you're doing because I'm really entertained by your bitching. And in all honesty, whatever your beliefs are, stick by them. And like I said, keep moving always forward. No matter what's ahead of us, we do need to come together. We need to work together. And these protests and everything, they're only all you're trying to do is divide us even more. You're trying to separate the the haves from the have-nots, the he's from the she's, the shims from the nims. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore, but you guys might, because nobody is making sense anymore. The world is topsy-turvy, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, curvy-lurvy, but together, we can get through whatever comes our way. 
you know, you're comparing this to things like World War II and 9-11 for God knows what reasons. But we came together and we got through those. And if you think it's as bad as those, well, guess what, people? We can get through this, too. Because this isn't nearly as fucking bad, you goddamn morons. And if you're comparing it to those two, you clearly don't have any respect for people who died in either one. But like I said, go ahead and express your stupid opinions on social media. Because the internet is forever. And I'm going to enjoy reading them and laughing at you for just saying the dumbest shit I've ever seen. So keep doing it. Kudos to you guys. This has been a special edition of B-Movie Bros. This has been our uh, post-election coverage of 2016 with the great butt hurt of 2016. Um, if you would like to hear more about uh, political opinions, you should tune in to our friends over at RiversEdgePGH.com. If you have any opinions you want to voice to us, please leave them here or at our website, BMovieBros.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, be back again.